The Dead Show of the Month Podcast. Welcome back to the Dead Show of the Month Podcast. It's me, your old friend Dave, and we're back with another amazing journey with the Grateful Dead and Friends. Joining us all in the studio, my friend and yours, our co-host Bob. How's it going tonight, man? Very good, Dave. Nice to be here with you. I think you're ready for this one. I don't think you were at the show, but I think you were at shows in the vicinity of this show. Yeah, we went to the first three right. of these. I don't know. They played 15, right? So an, embar- I, an embarrassment right. of riches. Yes, exactly. Right. So we're talking about the Dead Show of the Month number 192, The Grateful Dead from the Warfield Theater in San Francisco, California, a place that both Bob, of course, as you just heard, and myself have been to and enjoyed, and it is quite the fine facility to enjoy this special kind of entertainment that we do enjoy. Anyway, Dead Show of the Month number 192 is The Grateful Dead, as we said, from the Warfield, as I already said. But it is on October 14th, 1980. Bob, I don't think this show gets a lot of attention. Halloween gets all the attention from Radio City. Sure, sure. It it was videoed. It was pay-per-viewed or closed-circuit TV'd or however they distributed that. It also eventually came out as the Dead Ahead Grateful Dead release. Right. So people are very familiar with that show and how lovely it is when space transitions into Fire on the Mountain. It's it's quite sublime. But this show... It, you know, it's it's not a surprise. I mean, there's 15 shows in a row. Mm-hmm. But how the hell do you digest that? Plus, the access to the music wasn't like it is today. No. If you weren't there, you weren't hearing it uh, in real time. This show, you guys, goes friggin' nuts, man. It's a masterpiece, in my opinion, from 1980. Uh, I'll take it against any of the shows from this the 15-night the run in San Francisco. I think they did nine 12? 12, Not something 12. in New 12, York. There was a few in, in New Orleans. I always turn to this show for that 1980 fall 25th anniversary, whatever they were trying to do, these three set experiences. Very good show. Let's get things rolling. The Grateful Dead from San Francisco, California on October 14th, 1980. You guys enjoy it, and we'll meet you back here at first intermission. Good stuff. I beg of you, don't murder me. 
my deck to the queen of spades But the cards were all the same Don't murder me I beg of you Don't murder me Please don't murder me I'm going away. 
Two, one, two, three, four. Yes. 
across the coffin car There it goes and I guess she starts to hear her cry Flight of the seabirds Scattered like lost words Wheel to the storm and fly
So long, I've been on. 
on the Blue Ridge Mountain Here I'll take my stand A rifle on my shoulder Six shoes in my hand Lord, I've been all around this world Once upon a time there was an engineer Drove a locomotive both far and near Accompanied by a monkey who would sit on the stool Watching everything the engineer would move One day the engineer wanted a bite to eat He left the monkey sitting on the driver's seat The monkey pulled the throttle, the locomotive jumped the gun It did 90 miles an hour down the main line run Big locomotive right on time Big locomotive coming down the line Big locomotive number 99 Left the engineer with a worried mind The engineer called up the dispatcher on the phone Tell him all about his locomotive was gone Get on the wires, switch operator to right Cause the monkey's got the main line sewed up tight Switch operator got the message in time Said there's a northbound limit on the same main line Open up the switch and gonna let him through the hole Cause the monkey's got the locomotive under control Big locomotive right on time Big locomotive coming down the line Big locomotive number 99 Left the engineer with a worried mind
A big hand, please, for Brent and that damned harpsichord.
steps alone set there bob again one of my favorites of the acoustic sets that i've heard and a splendid way to end it as they i think often did during that tour with a a fantastic rendition of of ripple there bob you went to shows in this run in this tour yeah it was such a treat to see acoustic dead I, i mean that's that was the thing it was like we knew what electric dead was like yes and didn't take it for granted, but there was no acoustic dead for me up until this point. And it was um, quite the experience, a great venue, different times, you know. People sat down a lot during the shows, huh. their seats, and people didn't really. I remember at one point I was up close to the, st- I got up and I was like right in front of Jerry and nobody else was up right against the stage, which was, I don't know, it's just different. Relaxed. Yeah, and uh, just a different time, different venue, but uh, musically, uh, loved it all. Loved to hear all these different sets coming out. I dig it. There's a, there's a show from 1980 that we did years ago from Lewiston, Maine, in September of 1980 that I think is like just absolutely phenomenal. I could tell you that my favorite picture associated with the Grateful Dead comes from that show. Really? Which is that... That redheaded girl in the white dress, like spinning, dancing out in the grass as the band's playing, and it's just her, and you can tell that she's like as free as as you can get out there in the summertime, the end of summer in Lewiston, Maine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's way the hell up there. It yep. took it took some effort for just about everybody, except for people that live in Maine, to go to that show. Anyway, yeah, the Grateful Dead here at the Warfield Theater. We'll talk a little bit about the Warfield because we have some time coming up, but uh, it is our first intermission. We have a hockey show tonight. So what do you have for our halftime first? Well, I shouldn't say that. Our first halftime music. What do you have for us? Well, you said we'd be talking about the Warfield. So let's talk about Jerry Garcia band at the Warfield. His picture is there right when you walk in the door still to this day. I can yeah. tell you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and he went back there and I guess it was, uh, I think it was March 5th, 1988. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Jerry Garcia band show. Soundboard. Nice. Great stuff. Oh, great. Um, I cut it in two. Cool. We'll do some now. 
some later. Yeah, oh, so we'll have Jerry Band. You know what? I don't think anybody's going to mind that we had Jerry Band two months in a row, number one, because Jerry Band is the most requested halftime show of, of our email people. And secondly, it's so different. 1988 Jerry Band, just like 1988 Grateful Dead, is so different from 1980 Grateful Dead that I'm sure it'll be a hoot, man. Yeah, so that's cool. what we got. So right on. We'll listen to some of that now and maybe some later on and maybe talk a little bit about the second part when we get to it. Cool, right on. Well, here comes the Jerry Band, everybody. You enjoy it, and we'll meet you back here when they're done. This is the Weber Dude, and you're listening to the Dead Show of the Month podcast.
Garcia band from the Warfield Theater. Bob, it was like a second home to Garcia. The Grateful Dead didn't really play there a whole lot, but the Jerry Garcia band played at the Warfield a whole lot. Right. You had your run in 1980. I think they played a three-night run there in the early 80s, like 82 or 83, I want to say. Maybe both. Hmm. But after that, it kind of faded out. It is a small place. Right. I go there, it seems like, every year now to see Dark Star Orchestra. Right. Uh, I went there out of need the first time they played there. They didn't. They weren't playing any closer, so I had to go that far to see them. And the last two times I've gone just because it's like, no, no, I'm going. You know, I'm, we're, I'm going to that. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a fun time. They usually play two nights there. And always a hoot at the Warfield. Very very relaxed scene at that place. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. They just got finished with a little run in in Europe. Yeah. Weird. It's huh? kind of hard to touch on that in the context of what we've got today i guess but yeah. I, I just they finished up in italy i have a pitts friend of mine who lives over there and she managed to get there with her, her oh that's other awesome half and uh yeah yeah shout out to amy i highly recommend dark star orchestra to everybody for your continued grateful dead experience in the live setting uh, of course you need to keep listening to our podcast which goes without saying if you want to like dip your toe in the live weirdness i highly recommend those guys uh, very very good stuff speaking of good stuff we have a lot more Grateful Dead to cover. We should probably get to it. This is the first set, I guess? Second set? I don't know. I don't know what you call the acoustic set that we already listened to. And then there's this, which kind of acts as the first set. Man, this is a phenomenal experience in its own right right here. This this is really good stuff for a first set. They were clearly motivated to have a good time. So enjoy this, everybody. This is the first or second set, whatever you want to call it. They have electricity at this point. They have electricity. Yes, it's the, or they the sure do. Second set <laughs> or first Benjamin Franklin set. Here you go. From the Warfield, 10-14-80. Enjoy this, everybody. We'll meet you back here when they're done.
first one say she got my child, but it don't look
She's my heart's delight Go. Then we hot tail it down to Mexico. 
Mama let go. Lord, my uncle, God rest his soul. You taught me good, Lord, and you taught me all I know. You taught me so well. Well, I'm going let go. I left his dead ass, left my father the world. Blame. 
I went down to those dusty streets, blood was on my mind. I guess that stranger hadn't heard the news. Cause I shot first and killed him, the loaded didn't even draw. I now spend my lifetime running with the Mexicali blues. Yeah. Is there anything a man don't stand to lose? When he lets a woman hold him in her hand, you just might find yourself out there on horseback in the dark.
see my little red rooster Won't you please drive him home If you see a little red rooster Please, please drive him home No peace in the barnyard Since a little red rooster's been gone
I'm a little red rooster Too lazy to crow for day
morning comes, she follows the path to the river shore. Like the sun, her song is the light on the morning star. See the sun sparkle in the She's brown as the bank where she kneels down to gather her water. And she bears it away with the love that the river has taught her. Stand inside 
shall we sing, shall we call it by name? Slowly count the angels dancing on the piano. Would it bright in the sky, but where's it can? And the name is on the earth, it takes me. Will I stick and stand inside the rain? Listen to the burning shout.
There's mosquitoes on the river. Fish are rising up like birds. Been hot for seven weeks now. Too hot to even speak now. Did you hear what I just said? Here it comes again It's a bound down on the highway They're high stepping into town It's a rainbow full of sound It's fireworks collide
going to take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes. The Grateful Dead. Bob, that's a very unique. I mean, I'm, not that I spin a whole lot of 1980 shows, but I don't think that a lot of first sets ended that way. That was... No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it kind of went... It seemed kind of standard for me. Uh-huh. You get up right to near the end of it, and all of a sudden you've got an, an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Right? And... Uh, kind of pushed it over the top, did different things with the song selection than I expected. Yeah. You know? When you hear Let It Grow, you kind of think, like, you know, it's done. Yeah, we're done. It's, Unless you know. they're going to play the wheel, because <laughs> don't they always do that? No, yeah, no, exactly. They so Weird. They did. And then not finish with that and just keep on plugging away. So, yeah, away. kudos to the Grateful Dead for coming up with some interesting stuff for their last show of the Warfield 15-night stand. Jeez. Cheese. I would have loved to have seen any of those shows, but this one here, I like this one a lot. It's it's like the epitome of small San Francisco dead, in, but in the bigger era. Right. Like the yeah. Orpheum shows in 76 that were up there. That's a tiny place. The Orpheum is really small. Mm. And they I've played like been. six shows or something in there in July of 76. That's another one. And then, uh, of course, the super famous make-believe ballroom one is that the oh yes it's 1975 great american music hall yeah it's less than a thousand people i think yeah it's like it might be less than 500 people Jeez. it's tiny cheese tiny little place like darkstar can't play there it's too small for darkstar wow yeah amazing stuff so you got some more jerry garcia band from the warfield theater an amazing location and uh, i'm certain that whatever tunes are coming up this way are gonna do the room justice yeah, you can. Uh, Jerry's kind of fired up, and uh, kind of you'll hear it again. But uh, a special guest, he's got uh, Howard Wales comes out and plays with him on uh, one of these songs in the second. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't heard this show before. <laughs> yeah, so and Jerry's super enthusiastic about it. You can just he, he's brimming over. Okay, I'm in. Here you go, everybody. The Jerry Garcia Band from the Warfield in 1988. You guys enjoy it. We'll meet you back here when they're done doing what they're going to do with guests. This is Dave G, and you're listening to the Dead Show of the Month podcast. I want to say to my sisters and my brothers, keep the faith when the storm flies and the wind blows. Go on at a steady pace. When the battle is fought and the victory is won, we can both shout together, we have overcome. We talk to the Father and the Son when we make it to the promised land. We walk together, little children. We don't ever have to worry. Through this world of trouble, we got to love. darkness 
You 
Howard Wales on the organ, ladies and gentlemen. just collecting right uh -huh. and so i just had things collected and not collated not listened to so that's just there's a lot of stuff still yeah tell so me about anyway, it dude. I was sitting out there and well good i had to make sure i mean the, the quality was really good i wanted to had to go out and make sure it wasn't a release or something <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beauty i love the jerry band and the more good solid recordings from that era he was really into things you know this is post 
coma and yeah. you know on his on his upswing right here i don't necessarily think the grateful dead were really firing on all cylinders in 88 but the damn jerry band certainly most certainly was yeah so yeah. well played mr garcia speaking of which i think he has a lot to do with what happens in this third set second set whatever again whatever you want to call it some people don't call the acoustic set the first set so this is the second electric set and trust me it's very electric yeah we couldn't get out of the warfield tonight huh no. 1980, 1988. It's okay. It's all right. Th it's this, all right. this third set, whatever you want to call it, is really phenomenal. They really, for, for a run of shows that I didn't find to be really, really, really diverse, you know, it, 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 it really seemed like they kind of wanted to really uncork a, a beast tonight. And everybody who decided to go to the last night, I think, got rewarded. And from what I understand, these last three shows got added. Hmm. I, I think recall. I think it was 12 to start, and it turned into 15. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, people couldn't get in. I mean, we that's were ridiculous. up there on the streets, and, you know, some innocent deadheads were, were beat for their money because oh. they, you know, when I say beat, they're ripped off. People, people are going to get them tickets. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, the guy yeah. Ticket, you know, and oh, around the corner. Stole money. Yeah. Um, sad stuff. Uh, but, you know, that's why they just couldn't keep going back places like that. They just had a deal with the fact that they're the people who wanted to see them were were greater than yeah these halls the warfield is on market street which you know does have its sense of shade after dark oh, to yeah. it but the behind the streets kind of behind the warfield is where the, you know the bottom part of the tenderloin yeah. and it's it's really been, you know i highly recommend that everybody go see something at the warfield theater but you got to keep your friggin' head up and you stay on market street you don't go wandering off either direction mm -hmm. off of market street mm -hmm. at yeah. that point no. not really cool so there's your free tip from deadhead dave about san francisco safety so yep. something that i guarantee you was safe was being inside this theater to hear this set let's get everybody off to it the grateful dead on october 14th 1980 this is the last, the finale set, if you will. It's really, really good stuff. You guys enjoy this, and we'll meet you back here when it's all over.
need a woman about twice my age. Lady of nobility, gentility, and rage. Splendor in the dark, lining on the draw. Look around through the book and break.
Yeah. 
or just great? The only trouble is you're crazy. And thanks for the folks from Japan for hanging out through all these shows.
Ah, yes, Bob, a, a double encore there, including very appropriate Broke Down Palace. Bob, I read reviews, and I think maybe even Dead Base reviews back this up, that, that they Bill Graham people handed out champagne glasses or plastic champagne glasses to everybody, and ushers walked around giving, and they, everybody toasted the band and crew and Bill Graham after this 15-night. Yeah, it's an extravaganza. My know. God. I mean, just think about it. You know, just for a second, how much you'd give for one Grateful Dead show, just to go back and see one more show. You could have caught 15 of them in 20 nights here at a place that you can, most most adult men can throw a, a rock from, you know, the back part of the balcony down to, to where the band's at. It's a pretty small joint inside there. Maybe 2,000 people, maybe. Maybe, I, it might be, it might be less. I'm trying to think if I still have my ticket stubs for this. I'm going to have to go look. Oh, so... The Grateful Dead from October 14th, 1980. An amazing spectacle to behold. Not their finest era, in my opinion. But to me, what that means, it doesn't mean, oh, they don't have it anymore. It means they didn't have it as consistently as they might have had it at other more fruitful times. That's what I'm always looking for is consistency. But this show right here, be damned. Amazing, amazing stuff. Beautiful. Dead Show of the Month number 192 was The Grateful Dead from the Warfield Theater in San Francisco, California on October 14, 1980. During the acoustic set, the band performed Dire Wolf, Dark Hollow, It Must Have Been the Roses, Cassidy, All Around This World, Monkey and Engineer, China Doll, Heaven Help the Fool, and then that amazing ending sequence of Birdsong into Ripple. Good stuff there. For our halftime or our hockey intermission times this month, we had the Jerry Garcia Band from the Warfield Theater. When was that, Bob? March? March 5th, 1988. 3588 from the Warfield. So we, a big Warfield extravaganza this month we had. Well, that's what I'll mark this one down. Warfield, Warfield stuff. Uh, during the Electric First set, the band performed Alabama Getaway and The Greatest Story Ever Told. 
Friend of the Devil, Me and My Uncle in the Mexicali Blues, Candyman, Little Red Rooster, Tennessee Jed, and then they really just kind of turned things sideways and played Let It Grow, Into the Wheel, Into the Music Never Stopped. Amazing stuff there. Yeah. And then we had more Jerry Band at intermission again from the same show in uh, March of 88. Good stuff. And then we had the, the final set, which was Scarlet Begonias into Fire on the Mountain, Estimated Profit into Terrapin Station, and the plane and the band Bob Dam. Dan. Yeah. Into the drums and space segments, which were different than what I'm used to. I, when, I, when I vetted this show, I was like, ooh, this is like, off. Weird. Like, Mickey and Billy seemed to, like, stick out there the whole time and just cause chaos with... It, it, awesome stuff. Uh, out of the space was I Need a Miracle. And then the fun from before the, the drums kind of reemerged with Uncle John's Band, which fine, fine renditions in 1980, Bob. Just good stuff. Into Morning Dew. Wow. And then they completed the playing in the band from earlier, which I always love. Yeah. I love it when they finish it off. It's so triumphant. It's the only word I can come up with. And then they still had some room for quite the good loving. Probably, I mean, on paper at least, the finest set of the year. I mean, <laughs> this one and that September 6, nineteen eighty from from Maine. Oh, there's there's a few shows from the from the June tour that I like. Uh, this thing just pops, man. And the playing, it was. Uh, I think they were enjoying themselves. It sure felt like it to me. Uh, the encores that evening were U.S. Blues and Broke Down Palace. Bob, that was epic. Yeah. I really well, you know, there was there was an era, and uh, they were they were doing different things again, um, you know, with intent, and uh, I I think we we're quite fortunate to get such big doses of, you know, you point out the uh, consistency of approach in different eras. I think uh, they were definitely mining something here, uh, very different than last uh, show we listened to. Yeah. From Fresno, 74, which, you know, goes. And we're going to get different again next month. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about this. You know, I I talked to, I bought a Jeep in the last couple of months. You you know that. Yeah. You know, so I've like been off-roading with this group of guys who call me Deadhead Dave. And, you know, they don't really know much about it. And, of course, as always, there's people who know about it and they're like, ah, that guy, those guys suck, man. Those guys are awful. Yeah, cool, great. They're fun to Jeep with, these guys, but maybe I wouldn't want to recreate in other ways with them. But there's always those curious people who emerge. And right. one of them has, like, been turned on to our podcast. I, I yeah, You know, okay. I set his phone up for him. I'm like, you know, check this out. See what you think of this. You're, you're probably going to enjoy this. If, you're, if you've been liking what you've been exploring, check this out. And he's like, wow, you know, like, everyone is totally different. And I said, yeah. And he's like, but, but a lot of the songs are the same. I said, yeah, you know what? I don't really... I don't really pay too close attention to repeats on songs because it would drive me nuts. It would make it too difficult. Right. And I could end up being pigeonholed into playing something that I don't really want to play because it doesn't have or has things that I, I don't roll that way. I, you know, I go do it from the heart. If I like the show, you like the show. You know, sometimes people like Cousin Darren and my disc golf friends and whoever might get to like opine on something, but... Yeah, I play what I want to play. You know, I'm more interested in changing up the Grateful Dead. Maybe that's why I like Dark Star so much. Yeah. Yep. That, that, it, I go see them three nights, and they do the same thing that I do on the podcast. Switch up the eras, make it interesting, maybe play the same song. But it's not the playing in the band from last month. 
in Fresno was not the one from this month, not even (laughs) close. No, no, not Not even close. And they're both like special in their own way. I mean, I I like the 74 version, you know, if I had to, if I was going out on a spacecraft by myself, I'd want that one. But if someone (laughs) launched me off without preparation and were like, this is the only one you have, I would, I'd be just fine with that. Just fine. Yeah. It would be a spectacular thing. So if you guys want to email us, holler at us, whatever you want to do. You can do that by emailing us and emailing us only at deadshowofthemonth at hotmail.com. That is deadshowofthemonth at hotmail.com. Bob, coming up next month as we rally towards show number 200, a big milestone for us. A big milestone for us that I never thought we would reach. 100 seemed like really weird to reach. So 200 really just seems unbelievable. Like we've grown old doing this together. Yikes. It's crazy. But next month, we have a show from a different era than tonight. Not that far off years-wise, but completely different. And different than what we played last month. So that's what our goal is, everybody. And I assure you, you will have a good time next month. And we have a special guest, too. We do. Yeah, and I don't mind even saying who it is. It's going to be Steve C. from Washington, D.C., the guy who guessed that uh, (laughs) I talked to him on the phone the other night. He's a really cool guy. And he has a very different perspective on The Grateful Dead at least where he saw shows and when, than we do. I'd love to hear it. So we'll we'll have him on for next month's show, and it'll be like steamrolling towards show number 200. Until then, for my co-host Bob, who, sir, thank you for joining us, sir. My pleasure. All right. For my co-host Bob, this is your old friend Dave saying so long from Chino, California. The Death Death Show, the Mike Podcast. Podcast.